You are listening to Venerable Voices, a production of Boomers Leading Change. Thanks for tuning in. Hello, all you good people. Welcome back to another episode of Venerable Voices. I am so glad you made time to join us. I'm Cindy Kellogg, your host and an experienced, engaged fellow with Boomers Leading Change. And today we're going to tackle intergenerational interaction. I think it's a very important conversation topic. I had the opportunity to talk with the younger generation leading into this podcast and look at intergenerational communication from their lens. Their meaning the millennials and the near millennials. And it was really an inspiring conversation. I think today's world offers us a unique opportunity to proactively mobilize generations of our own families in interaction, to mobilize generations in the workplace, and really look at it as a collective growth opportunity for all of us, regardless of how old we are. And honestly, coming out of the pandemic, I think we all had a lot of self-reflection. For those of us who may have not lived in the same area as our family members, to not see them for over a year, to not congregate in groups of extended family like may have been our norm, really was shocking for a variety of reasons. And I think it made us realize that we need each other. We need different points of view. We need different lenses through which to see the world. We need to learn from those before us and those following us. Our life is richer when these things happen. And our life is richer when these things happen frequently. So today we're going to look at intergenerational interaction. And to start, I pose the question to a group of millennials and near millennials, what is it that you've learned from the baby boomer generation and honestly anyone coming through this life before you? What experiences have they given you? What have they made you think about? What joy have they brought you? All of these were pretty interesting prompts and I think you'll find as I did, the responses were pretty rich and engaging. So let's tune in. You know, working hard is never going to be something that goes out of style. And it can look different ways and it doesn't have to be 90 hours a week or giving your whole life to your job. But when you are in a work setting, just showing up and and being prepared and being professional and um, being a little humbled in that, you know, I think our generation and the generation below us, people told us that we were really great and there was a lot of encouragement. And I don't know if my parents' generation necessarily had that. And it's good and bad in some ways of, you know, you shouldn't enter a job thinking that you know everything and, you know, really learning from those who have been there before you and have different perspectives and different experiences to help you learn about your workplace and the culture and just the world around you in general. I think there's so much outside of the workplace that we can learn from those who came before us and 
Um, that's something that never stops. And I had someone tell me the other day, like you should always have friends and peers and mentors that are older than you and younger than you. And you can get really valuable experiences on both ends of the spectrum. And um, I think that's a really big thing that my generation and the generation below us needs to keep in mind that um, people before us have been through so much and set the groundwork for a lot of the things that we experience and have really paved the way for us to have a lot of opportunities. I would say I've had lots of positive experiences with baby boomers, um, maybe starting with teachers. So um, like growing up, I played the flute and I had a flute teacher uh, who I think she's a baby boomer and she really influenced me a lot uh, in terms of just um, developing a passion for music and learning to work hard toward a goal. Um, and those kinds of skills like continued on to lots of other goals in my life. And then I would say I've had a lot of other teachers in high school and college um, who have been baby boomers who have um, positively impacted me and just um, supported me in a way that I can, can I can reach so many different types of goals in my career and in my life in general. I've been working with a little help for over 10 years now, um, which um, for people of my generation is a pretty uh, long time to be, um, you know, committed to one organization and it's just been wonderful. So I'll, I'll speak more, I guess, professionally, but it, it really um, blends together. So um, when I moved out to Colorado um, about 10 years ago and, and found a little help, um, I'm from Pittsburgh. I, Grew up on the East Coast. My whole family is there, and um, coming to Colorado with with no family and um, starting to work with a little help was so valuable because I immediately had to start forging intergenerational connections with our members and with our um, volunteers, who you know are, are a range of ages, but up in into the 80s or 90s themselves as volunteers as well. Um, and it was just so wonderful to have those connections because uh, with my family far away, it felt like, you know, I was, I was growing a family here as well. On a more personal level about how I view it too, um, you know, I think, uh, I honestly applaud the resiliency of the boomers. I just thinking about, you know, uh, I think the, memory serves correct baby boomers were born between you know the 1960 or the 1946 and 64 period so just think about everything that they've gone through the 70s the 80s you know they've been through a lot of uh you know world catastrophes uh wars you know i think they're just battle tested i think they're you know a battle-hardened generation that has just shown perseverance and i think in a time where you know things might be tough here and there i think we can you know lean on them uh, and just to know that if they've been able to get through things in their lives, I think we can all, you know, band together through their prior experiences and use their resiliency as something that we can use to move forward.
But when I think about the boomer generation, there's so many things that come to play, right? And as the DEI strategist, I need to be fair on both perspectives, right? Um, when it comes to the personal life, one thing I've really noticed, especially in this movement and this activism, is really how when I lean into the boomer generation to have these conversations, they've been there. They've had these conversations and they've been in this space. And we reflect on like, what could we do different? How can we change this narrative? And how can we ensure that we don't fall into these same steps moving forward? And how can we collaborate in that space? Because there's wisdom, there's experience. And I think that's the learning grace for both of us because we are passionate and we were passionate about it just in different ways. And how can we join our forces now is what I'm finding uh, a huge sense of relief in the boomer generation, um, especially when we're talking about equality and representation and all of that good stuff. In the workspace, working with boomers, um, the best experience I had was with all my direct reports. And I think he was that different type of boomer, like he was a visionary, you know, and he always encouraged me to like, you know, do new things and try new things and try new experiences because that's what he did. After hearing from our group of millennials about what they've learned most from generations coming before them, particularly from the baby boomer generation, I was really curious what each of them felt we needed to do to make intergenerational communication thrive and our interactions thrive so that that is the norm of our intergenerational landscape as a community. And so we aren't just sort of siloed away with our own peer groups. They had some interesting things to say. So I believe that's the beauty of diversity, right? I think a lot of people think diversity is just race and gender, but it's actually so much more than that. There's religion, there's age, uh, there's disabilities and abilities. Um, and I think if we just really sit down and have these conversations where we're open-minded and we are allowing ourselves to explore somebody else's thought process and explore their perspective. I know perspective is used a lot, but it truly is about perspective and lived experience, right? And if we just take a dive into their perspective and their lived experience, we could just learn so much from each other. Uh, putting aside the, uh, the judgments and, uh, you know, about how they manage their, their lives in terms of the resources and everything like that. You know, I think there's so much that we can learn from them in terms of a life perspective. Uh, and I think too, it's important to note that it's, it's always easy to, you know, throw stones from your glass house in the sense that, you know, who's to say that if the roles were reversed, that the people that are, you know, the younger generations, if they would have been in the baby boomer generation, that they wouldn't have been a product of their environment too, in terms of how they managed resources and went about their daily lives. Just empathy is really important. And I think, you know, the world has looked so different for all of us. And I mean, right now it feels like the world is changing so fast, just day to day and month to month. That when you look at longer term of decade to decade and 20, 30 years, like we're all living in such different spaces and everyone's just kind of doing their best to figure it out. And I think having empathy for those around you, whether they're older, younger, in a different situation than you or similar, can go so far for building those bonds across different um, age groups, 
different identifiers um, and really just giving people the benefit of the doubt that they're trying to do something good and, and meeting them where they are to kind of build a bridge and, and move forward together versus everyone kind of in their own silos or with their face down on their phone. <laughs> It all boils down to listening with each other and then accepting other people. Exploring new ways of approaching communication and collaboration and how can we be open to understanding that we all bring something to the table. I want to thank each of the millennials, the near millennials, who took time to authentically share their true feelings about cross-generational interaction. It was great insight. And I'm also so grateful to you, the listeners, for taking time to tune in today. I really love when people are open to sharing their authentic selves, their authentic thoughts. I think we're all so much better for it. And here's my thought for you this week. Are you able to find someone outside of your generation that you can break bread with or grab a cup of coffee with. I would surmise that that interaction will yield an extremely enriching experience for you and whomever you're able to join in conversation. I appreciate you. Until next time, whatever you do, be sure and make it count and be well. Thanks for tuning in to Venerable Voices, a production of Boomers Leading Change.